This episode was originally recorded on November 14th, 2021. Welcome to Sad Bitch Hour, everybody. I am one of your hosts, Lindsay, along with... Jay. And your girl... Sandra. Sad Bitch Hour is not actually sad. It's where we sit down with people inspiring growth and positive change in their communities. It's a safe place to be seen and heard. SBH is about embracing how powerful you are, and being that bitch is gender fluid. So we invite you all to join us on this journey from sad bitch to that bitch. Everybody knows that if you are a bad bitch, then you have most definitely been a sad bitch at some point. And today's episode is really near and dear to my heart because we, the three of us, so it's Sarah, Jamel, and I, and we sit down and we have a real sad bitch hour, exactly how it all started. And we talk a little bit about how we all met uh, working for an Apple retail store and the trajectory our lives took thereafter, uh, both positive and negative. But one thing remains is that Sad Bitch Hour has had a positive and lasting effect on all of our lives. And we'd really like to share that with you. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, if this resonates with you, if any episode resonates with you, please subscribe. Please leave us a positive review. The support means so much to all of us and it goes a long way. But guys, uh, without further ado, please enjoy Sad Bitch Hour. Have we ever like talked about like how Savage started? I don't know if we've done a specific episode on how sad bitch hour started but the reason why I say that is just because thinking like I'm sitting here we're you know remote doing zoom and I'm just thinking about like how different things are compared to like when we first started hanging out like going out on Sundays around this time and just getting a beer and just yeah I mean my mental health was for show for show struggling. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that's how it started. It started with me and you, Sarah. We would go Sundays to um, Motorco. And then it was February. And I remember Jay standing at my desk because you didn't work with us yet. We were still in the old office. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I think I texted you. Do you remember this? And I texted you later. I was like, I feel like. I feel like Jay needs to come to sad bitch hour. And uh, like you didn't, there wasn't anything you didn't like tell or divulge anything. There was just like a, I just felt something and you like gave me a hug or something, but I don't know what it was, but there was just like this immediate like ding. And uh, I'm pretty sure I texted you, Sarah. And I was like, I kind of want to invite Jamel. And, and you were like, hell yeah, let's do it. Like, I can't remember exactly. I'm sure I could find it if I go back two years, but into the, the text conversation, but do you know what I'm talking about, Sarah? Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. And I remember you telling that to me that you wanted to invite Jamal. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like I always, I don't know, like, I don't feel like me and you Jamal talked a lot at Apple, but we definitely did like have, we did like obviously see each other and talk and stuff, but I always felt this like connection. Like I felt like yeah. savage tribe without even knowing what was going to happen. Right. Yeah, I, I didn't know you guys were best friends like at Apple. That, that was something I discovered later. Um, you guys talked a lot. And 
Yeah, Sarah, we, we, we kind of crossed paths. We crossed paths. Um, normally, like, they're like other groups and stuff. We would kind of talk and stuff, like, uh, during training events and stuff, or just in the genius room. And then um, I think uh, we'd go out, like, hookah. Like, G was always over at Shahrazad or Sahara. So we'd always, like, cross paths and be like, oh, what's up? Hey, what's, go what's going on? <laughs> uh, you'd always hang out with... Um, what was it? It was Sam. Hakeem, Sam, Hakeem, and uh, what was the girl that started? I don't know. Towards the end, where like there was a huge exodus. This is when you came in, Sarah. Like all the old school people that were there started to leave. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, we would always like kind of like see you uh, over at the Hosuka spots, or uh, Sarah and I went one time um, with Mo because she would hang out. She would talk to Mo and hang out with Mo. And we went to a, a slightly stupid um, show, and that was really really fun. It was it was it was weird because, um, yeah, that was that was definitely like some of the kind of uh, just random meetings at times. We were just kind of like, oh, what's up? Oh, what's up? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I think Lindsay, I, I talked about we had talked. I don't know when you first got there. Like you and Dax were all immediately clicking, and you guys, you guys sat next to each other, uh, mm -hmm. and then we would talk, and somehow they would just kind of like become these like thirty to forty-five minute conversations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Impromptu savage hour. <laughs> Impromptu savage hour. Build the work day. But yeah, we didn't really even we like, didn't even know what we were doing yet. Just in no. the middle of work, like let's, <laughs> we got to get it out. We got to get it out. Got to get it out. There was a lot going on on my case too, so. Uh, I think I was dating someone else at the time, and that was just a train on fire uh, at the time when I was talking to you. So we we were kind of going over situations where I think I was towards the end of that and ending mm. that, and then trying to figure out what who and what and what I was after that. There's a lot of like opportunities for deep conversations because you were obviously going through. Oh yeah, I was right at the beginning it. in my training. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> you were. <laughs> you were going through it at the time. It was a lot of kind of questions like, hey, uh, this person did this. What 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 would you yeah. do in this situation? <laughs> Lord, it took me almost three years to really learn, fam. The yeah. lessons, they don't come easy and they don't come quick. And they'll repeat a lot of times and see you learn the lesson. Sure enough. That's exactly yeah. what happens. Just keep repeating. Go to another location, go to another another situation, and it's the same stuff you've yep. <laughs> same thing, different costumes. Correct. So I think that was the origin right there, is just basically just uh our 30 to 45 minute conversations mm -hmm. at work. And just sit on the Swiss ball. Just yeah. talking. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then um and then, uh, yeah, when when Sarah's in a situation, uh, kind of same thing. We were all kind of at a crossroads. Yeah, <laughs> we really were. Yeah, we really were. And that's what's kind of amazing is because that's what that that's how Savage Hour was born. And I'm gonna be real. I told Sarah this the other day. Like, it, I really think it saved my life because my I mean my life my life as I knew it when I first started working where I work now, where we work now, like literally the beginning of 2019, my life as I knew it was completely different. 
like everything was just about to be so different that I didn't, I mean, like where I'm at now, like I'm in Portland, like everything is just completely different. And I really think Sabbath hour, it really saved my life. Um, It gave me, it gave me a safe place. And I'm really curious, like, I want to talk, I want us all to sort of talk about um, now that we kind of have, have, laid out the origin of uh sbh like and it's been almost three years like where where are we now like how 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 has sad bitch hour and how has life uh transitioned for for all of us uh it's transitioned a lot for me uh still in the beginning when other transitioned Mm -hmm. um it's interesting though to see everybody like where everybody's at i feel like we're in a lot healthier spots mainly because of that period of our life we're able to kind of just connect over time and just kind of just uh, converse about like different situations and different periods and lessons we were learning at the time and I think for me it was just really important because it just affirmed what I was thinking and but at the same time it challenged me to be uncomfortable and to moving through that uncomfortable period where you're not really sure if you're like moving towards the right path and mm-hmm. you just kind of have to trust your gut, but you're going through a blind. And sometimes you need those friends to kind of just affirm and just say like, Hey, this is, this is one of the, you know, very few destinations that you can, you know, go through to improve your life. So, um, you know, if you need to talk, I'm here, but you know, you're, you're okay. Yeah. That was the biggest thing is that you're okay. Mm-hmm. Not like when you have those moments, you're freaking out. You're like, "Am I doing everything wrong?" Right. <laughs> yeah. Why is nothing uh, working? Yes, that's the thing. Just like hitting your head against the table, just trying to make sure that something happens, some some kind of productivity or progress. You just want some kind of progress, something like a hint or yeah, some hey, sign you're, you're going better, right? Yeah, some sign that that it was it all meant something. It was worth it. You were moving towards something better. and sometimes you can't really see that that fog is self uh induced sometimes like the lack of clarity in what you actually see your life and from a macro perspective you you have to quiet your mind and remove some things toxic things you've allowed either come in your life or you some habits that you created you created the the environment for just a messy situation (laughs) so uh, I think it was when I really took mental health and trying to create boundaries, which is still an ongoing journey, but um, taking time to meditate and be thoughtful about your morning. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, to be thoughtful. That, that was around the time when you were, you were, you had not transitioned to Portland yet, mm-hmm. but you were in the process of thinking about it. And you had really gone through kind of like a very um, holistic uh, journey about how you wanted to kind of clear your mind because you were like, this is whatever I'm doing. is not working. Right. So mm-hmm. that kind of, as I'm talking about, it challenged me to kind of take that perspective and try to take more direction of where my mental, um, just having more direction or so far as where my, 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 my mental uh, what I would roommate over mm-hmm. from different throughout the day and being able to uh, be a better guide 
to myself. Right. That was where I kind of like, we'd have conversations either overlapping our Savage episodes or the interviews or um, just our conversations whenever we would be able to get together before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like that, that really did a very, um, had a lot of impact on me. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that's a, a huge proponent as to, as to where I'm at today and just the choices that I've been able to make. Mm-hmm. I love that. That makes me yeah. feel warm and fuzzy, boo. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely wouldn't move to Denver without it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You uprooted your life by yourself. Like that was, oh, gee, like impressive. That <laughs> was, oh, gee, you were like, you're like, nah, this ain't working. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start new. I was like, yeah. Yeah, you had done that before, but like, I was just really impressed by the, you were kind of like finishing up and wrapping things up with where you're at and to be like, all right, I need to change. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, don't, don't get me wrong. Like it was, it was not all easy by any means. I, I, I think I cried the whole way here. Mm-hmm. Um, my poor mom, bless her. She just had her AirPods in, listening to her book on tape the whole ride. Like, oh, my heart was so broken. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was you know, it was a lot of things. Like, it's a lot of it was a lot in you know. We think we process things quickly, but but we most of the time we don't. It, it takes longer than we are even aware of sometimes. And I think you know, I'd left an entire life like an entire life, an entire community, an entire future. Um, it was all, you know, I was, I was, uh, I was cutting it all off. I was, I was ending it all. So, um, yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. This I mean, honestly, like, um, I definitely understand. I hadn't had to deal with those emotions of like having an upper life and leaving friends behind um since I was a kid and even then I, I didn't have con- really I was in a, the, the driver's seat of controlling that you know just kind of just going along so there's a lot more victimization in that mm-hmm. and there was kind of like I'm making a decision to kind of make a change in my life and that really means I have to leave things behind and what does that mean and yeah having faith that you'll be able to kind of restore those uh, areas in your life that were so ironclad as far as like friends you knew were friends you know you you could have a falling out and still know that they're friends yeah um whereas you know in relations are brand new that that that's not always that's not there no well yeah that's that's one thing and you're you're I'm sure you guys are learning this now but you know, it, one, it's really hard to make friends as grown people, like full on grown people. Um, especially if you work remotely, stuff like that, you're not in like this retail world anymore. And the nature of friendship, it takes time. Like friendship, it, it is based, like the foundation of friendship is time. And so it's really hard and it, it, it you know, it can be a lonely, it, it can be a lonely stretch for sure to rebuild and, and find new connections. But I think to your point, Jay, you, you do find out who the real ones in your life are. And I think COVID did that a lot for most of us, finding out who, yeah. who the real ones are. Yeah, and, uh, 100%. And the ones that, that you've uh, outgrown or have outgrown you. That's true. And that's, well, that's, that's something I, I feel like that's been an adult thing 
to not have to victimize the fact that you're not, you know, going along the same path as someone else, but to let them go because they're the betterment of themselves. Right. Requires you to let them go. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I, I've like a lot of people that were not were not best for me and been like, ah, yeah, you're not really a good influence of me. Mm-hmm. But to be in a situation where you're like, I'm not in a good space right now, and me being connected to you does not bring anything good to your life. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you know, the, that is the mark of maturity is being able to understand, like, not from a place of victimhood saying like, I'm just so horrible. Right. Like, but just being like, I'm not in a good space right now. And, I'm, you know, I'm creating a lot of carnage and, and destruction because I'm processing um, mm. trauma. And right now, I said, you being here is not, you know, being connected to me and being hurt is probably not in the best interest of either of us. Right. So that, that was, because you have to really consider yourself, like you have to take that facade of being the good, the nice person or the good guy. Yeah. Um, you have to be an actual person, fully whole. Yeah. That makes mistakes and can break shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a hard reality, reality for me. Like I didn't learn that to my, my late 20s, early 30s yeah I mean yeah it's taken me a minute for sure for sure to uh it's hard I mean I think it's hard for anybody none of us want to you know the ego is is what you think other people think of you right so so it's none of us want to be thought of as bad or the person that creates toxic uh connections or toxic uh interactions but we do like I'm so guilty of it like I mean of course now like looking back it's like you can see all of the, you know, you just, you see yourself and, and it's hard. It's real hard to sit with that self and to still love that self or even learn to love that self for the first time, that self that made mistakes, that self that will always make mistakes. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, Jay, I think, you know, you're right. When you realize that, that you're part of the, the problem and, and you got to let people go for, for the betterment of themselves. Like, I mean, it goes both ways, of course, but hundred percent, hundred percent. That's just a stark realization that I, I, I was kind of reflecting on as you were asking, like making connections and new connections. Um, you know, the so silver lining is that you know I feel like that realization can sometimes impede being able to make those connections with, with new people because mm-hmm. you feel like you know the. Murphy's law, anything that can happen will happen. So where that goes, go good or bad. You're, you're kind of uh, thinking about, you know, either scenario about, you know, fucking up a new relationship or mm-hmm. then fucking up a new relationship or it going well, you know? Right. Um, so I think uh, what I try to keep in mind as, as I've, as I've made these new connections is that everyone, someone, that heard this from another person who was really close to me um, said, you know, we're always doing the best we can in the moment we have right now. Mm-hmm. I think that th- those connections sometimes like when people make self decisions and you may not understand where they're coming from, uh, you have to under- understand that everybody's dealing with their own trauma. And even yeah. if it's selfishly, you know, from your perspective, executed from their, from their end, um, maybe they felt like that was a time to kind of like take, take it upon themselves to be about themselves. Right. And maybe 
we don't agree with the balance in which they make the decisions so far as like maybe they're too intensely even selfish, but maybe they have a code of ethics that makes them think that's the way to be in their life. Um, yeah. is they have to get theirs. So I think everyone's dealing with their own trauma and you have to really understand like it's it's really what what's what's best for you at the end of the day. universe knew <laughs> what they were doing okay because we've been no yeah I was thinking just about that like you know we worked together for a while before we took that test together and then as soon as we took that test it um like it, it just felt like it clicked and then when I left we have we weren't as close I don't think anymore um we would still like message here and there but it wasn't to where it is now and so there was just one day where you were just like I think you messaged you, me and did yeah, it wasn't you I can't remember it, it was me and you because you had came into the store just randomly yeah and I saw you and I was like oh shit and then so I think that weekend or something I think I, I blew up your phone and mm-hmm. uh I, I'm pretty sure I probably inv- invited myself over no, I remember. I remember because I was looking through my phone. Was it yesterday or the day? No, the when did I send you guys that video of us at Pinhook? Two days ago? Yeah. Right? Yes, yeah. I was like looking through my phone. I was trying to find actually when we went to the slightly stupid concert. I was looking to see like when that was because I I don't know. I've just been doing stuff like that lately. And so I was looking, and then once I started, I just like I went through like two years worth of stuff. And then I found a picture of me when I went to go to the store and I saw you and we took a picture together and I should actually mm. see like in my camera roll, like when it lines up, but then, yeah, you messaged me and you were like, what are you doing? Or we should hang out and, or so I can't remember what it was, but one of us was like, yeah, let's do like, are you free Saturday? And we we're like, yeah, let's do it. And for me, like whenever that was going on, I remember being like, you know, maybe it won't happen just because like schedules are really hard yeah, but yeah people flake all I'm, i mean everyone knows i'm a i'm a bit of a plan maker and then i like to back out so <laughs> um, i you were like i'm about to go ahead there's an honesty moment you're yeah. like yeah people just flake. Be, wait just, a minute yeah people be flaking um, honest so. honest honest moment yeah <laughs> But then sure enough, like it, it happened. I remember because I used to live across the street from the store and then I was seeing somebody and they were hanging, they were like there and they were like, I don't know, like if I should be here or not. So they went <laughs> shopping and then you came over and then we hung out and like, that's when you told me what you were going through for the first time ever. And then, then that's when I told you, well, funny, you should say that because I'm also in something similar. They'll be there in a little bit. Yeah. We just like hung out, um, all together. We, um, I have a picture of you with some wrap snacks. Like I have the Amigos one. (laughs) Um, we have those like little puppets. They can get a cracker barrel. Oh God. I remember those. Yeah. I have videos. Um, but yeah, then it just started like that. And it's just crazy. Like looking back, looking at those dates, knowing what I know now, it's crazy how much I didn't know in that moment. Like there would be so many things that happened in that like month or two that would define my life moving forward. And I had no idea. 
Um, and that's what like Savage Hour has done great things for me. Like, it, I mean, it gave me the freedom to to like truly be in my body. Cause when I look back at my childhood, like I don't remember, like I've gone through a lot of traumatic things, but I don't really remember. It just kind of feels like, um, like a blur, like a, like, I don't, like, I don't feel like I was actually there. Like I feel numb to it in a way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, while we were working where we were working, um, like I was at school, I had another job, like I didn't have a free day off. Like I would just, but I remember being happy about it, like not necessarily happy about never having a, but I didn't have a problem with it. Um, right. And it wasn't until like that day that we met at my apartment and we started. And then, you know, I began opening up to you about what was going on that I felt like for the first time, this like wave of emotions of the things that I've been blocking. And I just like the one of the more embarrassing times in my life, <laughs> we were at Monaco. And um, I think that was a day that you didn't come, Lindsay. And it was just me and Jamal. And I was telling Speaking Jamal, of flagging. I know. Like, <laughs> I know exactly. I know exactly the time you're talking about. No, we know. <laughs> we know you know. <laughs> Jeez. I got I got a text. I appreciate y'all situation. sticking with me though. <laughs> Go ahead, finish your thing, Sarah, because yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll talk about the aftermath of that. Yeah, and I just remember sitting there and like, you know, I've told you, Jamel, like some of the things, but, it, you know, it's a different situation than like with me and Lindsay, because Lindsay's seen some of the, the darkest nights in my life. And um, yeah, I just remember like not like getting new information, being in my head and in like being confronted by just shit that like really fucks you up and you don't really even know what necessarily that event might've meant, but it just, I was in the front, like, I was just like, I don't know. And I just remember bawling my eyes out and I feel like Jamel was like, well, okay. You were <laughs> in it. Fuck you, Ag. <laughs> you were in it. You were in it. I, I, I did feel like I, like I broke you. Um, and I was like, Lindsay, where are you at? I know, Lindsay, I know. Help, help. I'm so sorry, y'all. Oh. Lindsay, help. And I was like, I was and, like, uh, and then uh, I think if it wasn't later that night, um, I think after Sarah and I decided like, all right, she's not coming. Um, we, we decided to kind of like make sure that she was okay and that like we were good. And then um, I think it was like maybe an hour later, not even an hour. I mean, it was either later that night or the next night. Uh, and I get a text from Lindsay like, yo, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, what happened? She, <laughs> she, she texted me like, like, like a mess. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was me. Cause I was like, oh shit, Sarah has unleashed. Yeah. Like, uh, I, cause I was like, oh, Sarah, like you, you just like you were open, like it was coming through you or whatever. And I was like, Jay, what the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah, she, she texted me like, like literally like having, having, having an episode right now. And I was like, uh, well. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's, it was, what it really was is I had just, I had my intuition and I was like kind of gaslit into believing that I was wrong. Mm. And that was like one of the first times where I was just like, oh shit. You know, that TikTok was like, this gonna hurt like a motherfucker. 
Yeah. <laughs> it do hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah, the reasons that you, you you said that you were hurt, like I, I definitely like at the time I was like, oh, funny thing about that, like, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 that's tough. Like, because I wasn't at a position, you know, you know, you you are there's there's an age difference between us, not a big one, but like, um, I remember being in a position where uh, things were new, you know what I mean, and they're cherished, and there becomes an age where you, you become for lack of better words, hardened in a sense, uh, where you know you, when you're hurt one way, you know that you'll be able to, there's a paper trail or evidence that because you've been hurt or traumatized and you were able to get past it, that you'll survive it. Mm-hmm. Like you've been hurt that, you know, really tough before. Like, you, you know, everybody has a period of your life where you're like, ouch. Like I think about that still to this day, 10 years mm-hmm. later, ouch. Um, but you know, because you've gone through that, like you'll survive anything that comes up next, you know, mm-hmm. uh, probability is highly likely. Like there are situations that you can not fathom that you run into and you still like think, you know, everything. And even in my young age right now, you're like, ah, I'm good, but there's still things that I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant and scared of, scared of, but not in the same way that you were kind of displaying in that moment. I was like, oh yeah, this is, that's why. And I felt like I was very careless with that information because I wasn't really relating to you with where you're at in your situation. I was relating to what, like, how I would feel like, ah, I've done that, you know, that hurt like shit. But, you know, a few months later, I went out partying with friends, met someone else and uh, felt like myself a little bit more, you know, and then after each day passes, you you feel like yourself more and more. Um, but and that's why I felt like I was like, oh, I broke her. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was really flipping of me to just say like, yeah, you know, you, you know, this, this, and this, you, she's like, what? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Sarah's like pouring her heart out. Jay's like, chin up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we all know when, yes. <laughs> but we all know when you're in it, we're like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm literally up. dying. What? <laughs> <laughs> I can't I, there's no guarantee I'll be able to take another breath and you're saying yeah. like oh you'll be yeah. fine <laughs> tell me to breathe tell me to breathe that's exactly what it was tell me to breathe no no give me another shot that's exactly what it was memefied history <laughs> so yeah that's when I was like that was one of the moments where it was kind of like, um, as, as, as traumatic as it was for Sarah, I feel like it was a breakthrough moment for us because it was the first time that she had like let her guard down because in the previous meetings, um, it took a while for us to kind of like all three get on like, me and you, Lindsay, because like I had connected because we had had practice with those office talks. Yeah. But it took a while for Sarah to feel like in us to feel like a unit like three of us to feel like okay cool it's a safe space i understood because i'm new and she had been so used to kind of just going to motor co and just you guys just dumping on each other mm-hmm. <laughs> and now a new person was involved and even though she knew this person it was like you're 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 handling out vulnerable parts of yourself that you're not really sure are safe in the other person's hands yeah and i Oh, sorry. oh, go ahead, Sarah. I was just going to say, I think Sarah, like I'm an overshare. Like I'm 
I'm, I'm learning how to, to only share my story with people who have earned it and, and deserve to hear it. But by nature, I think everybody is, is trustworthy. And I'm like, oh yeah, let me tell you everything. This is how I feel right now. <laughs> and I think Sarah, you are definitely more, you are more cautious in that regard than I think, uh, I, I have been, but I mean, obviously I know because I mean, it's different for us, but I do think that you, you, it did take, it felt like after that, it did feel like we became more solidified, like as a, as a crew, if that makes sense. But Sarah, you speak on your experience. Cause we, you know, we don't, we don't know. <laughs> I'm a huge overshare as well. The only reason why I was a little bit hesitant to read, to like say something like the reason why I said to you what was going on to, in my life, Lindsay, is because you had already told me, you know what I mean? And then I'm like, okay, well, you're trusting me. Here's something like the main reason is because I was dealing with somebody that all of us knew and yeah. it was, it was a secret and it yeah. was a secret for months. Like, I think it was a secret when did we start? It was a secret for over a year before I started hanging out with you guys. And so it's like, because even though you guys aren't really close to that person, it's still a, you know, it felt. Yeah. You had a loyalty. Yeah. I I didn't know what I like, what I should say or should not say. But then once I was just like, you know, this fucking sucks and I need to get it out. Like at that point I was just like, fuck it. (laughs) We out here. But. Yeah, I think uh, was it for a year? Because I, I feel like slightly stupid was the beginning of that, and I'm not sure what year that was. Was that 2017, 2018? That was um, 2017. We weren't like in the depths of it by 2017, but we had started hanging out in a more than friends way before slightly stupid. Yeah, yeah. And then Sapper Tower started because the first time you went over to my apartment was, I looked, I have the receipts, January (laughs) of 28, no, January of 2018. First time I came over? 2019, 2018, 2019. I think it's 2019 because 2019 2019. started at Service Trade and that literally that month is what, that was the beginning I mean, that yeah, wasn't yeah. necessarily the beginning of the journey, but that was the beginning of the undoing. Oh, so yeah, you had started. Yeah. 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 She, because I remember, I remember like you told me, it was like, yeah, slightly stupid. It was kind of like, like the start of it, or like you guys started hanging out before that, but like right around the time. Yeah. The time that's frame, when so Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, uh, which I was, I was, I was, you know, so I was, there was a lot going on at that show. That show so I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like Sarah was the was the one that was holding it down like for the you know, people that were not throwing everything at me at the time <laughs> there was a lot of a lot of information to be trying to download it and process that, <laughs> that show um um so then when you told me that I was like huh okay like I, I was unaware um but yeah I think I didn't know until 2019 I think it was um I think the beginning because that's when yeah she Lindsay started working there, and she I remember because retroactively told me like that was when you let go of your previous relationship when you went on that trip uh, with your parents over in like Europe you were in the Europe trip 
I went um, somewhere else with someone else. Okay, someone else. Got you. You went. You went oh, to yeah, someone yeah. else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then I'm tracking that, now. Tracking now. Yeah. Right, I'm tracking and now. No, I'm nah, I'm 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 there too. Um, and then Leslie was talking about the similar thing. She was um. She was. Lindsay, you had went somewhere with your parents and sister, your mm-hmm. mom and sister. My family, yeah. Before you started, you started service trade. Yep. And that, well, you said that was the, the moment when you let go of your previous relationship as well. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the moment, but it was, it was a turning point because yeah. I, you know, things, things with me and my, my past partner and they're, and they're great now. I'm so, so lucky and so grateful um, that we've evolved into such a good friendship, but things were so bad between us for so long that I went on that trip and uh i had fun and and people enjoyed being around me and that was the first time i felt that in a really 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 long time and and it yeah. shifted for me like it 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 kind of i don't know it it opened something back up in me that i think had been closed for a long time and um and then i think i got back and um you know we'd had a huge conversation and then within a week, I just, you know, it was just time. There was no, there yeah. was no more moving forward together, uh, which obviously we've, we walked as far as we could in that, in that uh, regard. And, and now we walk as friends. So. That's good. I mean, that's, that's, I feel like that's something to be grateful for because I feel like something you have such a important part of your life and there's any kind of turbulence. Sometimes that can kind of just, you can't really salvage the pieces of that. Like you just kind of have to leave them there. Yeah. So I think it's great that you guys were able to get to a place where you guys can be considered as friends and friendly. And so, yeah. cause I know uh, there was a point in time where I was like, Hey, is this, this man, yeah. you need to go ahead and just drop this off. <laughs> yeah. It was at rough. The recycling plant. <laughs> like, All right. <laughs> Wish you the best. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm yeah. glad you guys are actually get to the point because yeah. I feel like, I mean, people that mean a lot to you, if you think about that, like you don't have a lot, like you probably have like relationships you were in, you invest in and you were able to kind of like track how much of an impact they are on you. Like you don't have a lot of those, maybe like 10 at the most right. on average throughout your life. You're going to have people that you know, like had an impact in your life for a significant amount of time. Obviously, like if you have a good relationship with your parents, Mm-hmm. That there's gonna be two, and then you're gonna have maybe two to four relationships, like intimate partnerships, and then you have friends fill the rest of that. Yeah. Because. Uh, yeah, you're so right, Jay. That's that's <laughs> real. yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So, it's uh It's 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 definitely like if you can have a positive relationship with that person, even after you go through a. Um turbulent time I feel like that's that's something to be celebrated yeah absolutely I think the bond you know when the bond is real and and the because love doesn't it may change uh, the actions of love may change between person yeah. to person right but but the love yeah. really doesn't right and no. it's like it's it's like us now you know like we've gone through it. Like we've seen each other at like the depths and, and we celebrate the, 
the good and the bad. And I think that there, there's just something really beautiful about that. And I think we, you know, like exactly what you said, Jay, we get lucky and, and we have that with people. And if we can keep it, um, as it changes form, you know, something, something to, something to be proud of in my 100%. book. hundred percent. So. I think that's, that's, uh, that's great. I mean, there are people in my life, it's one relationship that I felt like, uh, I'm still like friends with um, that has significant impact on my life at a very young time. It was very impressionable. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though they're, they're the um, source of great pain and trauma right. because we were so young, like it's still, I, I, I don't blame it on them. I feel like there was a lot of things that I didn't know about myself to be fully there and present. Um, I was holding on to a lot of past trauma for my parents and their divorce and just uh all the dirty details they were able to give me uh, you know yeah. whatever therapy session they thought they had with me at a 13 year old <laughs> the right age of 13 years <laughs> I was not able to provide them right right, right guidance right. but they thought it was like their their therapy session so right oh poor baby I'm sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> no God. it's it's fine I uh I um I went to therapy for that you know and it was able to get <laughs> get get my head around what that meant to me and how to set boundaries around that. But um, yeah, I feel like, I feel like uh, I'm, I'm proud of that being able to persevere through that turbulent time. And even though there was regular pain at the end of that, like I'm still, still really grateful to have them been, have them had them been in my life for that time. Right. And still be able to kind of like DM them via Instagram and say like, Hey, what's up? Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a funny post or, oh, you know, uh, I, that's I'm so glad you were able to go there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Be able to keep, kind of keep each other's lives without being uh, attached, which is dope. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm attached to y'all though. So yeah, yeah, no. Hard time getting away from me. Savage wife for life. <laughs> <laughs>
balance in my life. So I think that's, that's, and not everything's going to be perfectly balanced. Sometimes you have to sacrifice something, you know, in order to keep one thing that's tipping over from falling. And then the other, you got to just literally, literally set it down, mm-hmm. you know, so you don't get too uh, involved or overindulge. Um, you, you know, moderation um, and everything, even moderation. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a quote that's constantly, was constantly used from um, someone you guys know that used to work here, uh, Panda, Miranda. Uh, mm-hmm. She said that all the time. That was uh, actually her, her Twitter bio for, for a little period of time. But um, I think it's just, yeah, just trying to be, trying to be moderate in my um, estimations, how I need to spend my time throughout my day. That's what I was saying, like taking mornings mm-hmm. to really have a agenda or a um a uh an a uh, itinerary of like how I want to focus my time and trying to covet that in a way that makes me feel uh, accomplished or that I yeah. did what I set out to do even if I didn't accomplish the end goal like it's essentially the process yeah. um so I think I, I mean I and sometimes it doesn't work I told Sarah I was like yeah this uh my day blew up and I was able, like last week, I was like, man, nothing, I get nothing done. Um, that, that do be happening. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> so day blew up. Just blew up. <laughs> um, but understanding that, you know, those are going to happen, that you just keep after it and just uh, patience and diligence. Um, nine, nine times out of 10 produce, produces good fruit. So um, just trying to be more of that. I feel like it's necessary now that I have more things in my life. Yeah. For. Mm-hmm. time is time and energy things you can't get back you need to be very focused about what's going to allow you to f- lay your head at the end of the day and feel accomplished and and, and uh feel like you progressed throughout the day I feel right like progression is something that we need to have as humans absolutely and i think i think i think i don't know i think that's really beautiful and, and awesome jay because you're basically what I heard um, is that you you're balancing or not balancing because balance is sort of an illusion in yes. a lot of ways, right? Yes. But <laughs> you're you're making decisions because you want to fill yourself up with the things that bring you joy and that satisfy you. And I think that that's really awesome. And I think you you know you just nailed it by saying you have a lot you have a lot more in your life now than you did two years ago whenever we first started SBH, right? And that's that's Correct. good. Like that's I love that. Like I want to see that. I love it. Like it makes me happy, and it makes me happy that you're you're making choices to facilitate how full you feel, like on a on a love and, and spiritual level. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's. That's what Savage Hour is all about, you know, going from Ooh. Savage to that bitch. That's right. Um, so I think that's a testament to like just that mission statement of what we kind of preach, you know, every episode is that mm-hmm. it is about growth. Yep. And I feel like I have grown a lot in the last two years, you know, largely due to um, this, this culture and this, this, this environment, my friendship with you guys. Yeah. Ditto. Aw. Oh, feels. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, same. Likewise, obviously. Um, yeah. Sarah, what you got? Yeah, um, my answer is kind of the same, um, but just in a different situation. 
this is the first time in my life, like since February of this year, like this is the first time in my life where I'm like absolutely alone. Um, I went from like living with my parents to having like one relationship into another that was like six and a half years to going into another relationship and then moving in with them. And then, you know, ultimately it didn't work out. And this is the first time where I'm like, don't live with my parents. Don't live with my brother. Don't live with a significant other. Like I'm just here. And so it's forced me to confront a lot of things head on. Um, one of the things is like, you know, feeling lonely. Um, whenever I was growing up as a kid, like I felt very sheltered in a way, like I couldn't, um, I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do. It had to be on somebody else's terms. And so growing up, I always felt like there was a lack. Like I would just hold on to anyone or anything just because I'm like, you know, like FOMO, like you miss, you're, you feel like you're missing out and you'll just kind of take whatever you got, whatever comes your way when you had that like lack mentality. Mm -hmm. And having gone through like, you know, these past few years have been a lot, like it's, it's been a lot. And so now I'm getting to a point where like, I feel more protective of my energy more than anything. If the respect isn't like mutual, then it, it's not. It's not work for you. Within, worth the energy, like for me or for the other person. And so no hard feelings, but that's kind of what I've been learning a lot is just centering it for myself but not in like a like a selfish way more of like a when you're truly happy like it rubs off everywhere else you know what I mean I'm not there yet but I'm a lot further along than I've ever been in my life because of like having to sit in the emotions and having like a a community of you guys to just be there when it's dark and give me the light Mm -hmm. yeah word yeah. Yeah. You guys, I mean, honestly, like just watching you guys' life from afar, you know, the, the few times that we've been able to connect and Sarah, obviously you and I text a lot, but, um, yeah, you guys have, I don't know, man, I feel like we've all come a long way. Like we, we really have, uh, since, since, you know, 2019. And I think to sort of, are you done, Sarah? Sorry. I don't want to like, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> um to sort of echo what you said like it is yeah I'm learning to to really transform that loneliness and and it's not always easy um you know like I I chose to stop dating not that I'm like closed off to it or anything like that but I I, I'm not you know I'm not trying uh and so that leaves a lot more time to be alone but I also I, I stopped buying beer um, so yeah, I, I mean, if I go out for a beer, that's different, but like, I don't, and, and I think all of that kind of stuff, mindless scrolling, uh, you know, random beers too many times a week, all of that stuff is, they're just distractions, you know, they're just distractions from, from what's really happening and, and the things that we, we must integrate within ourselves. Um, so, so that's kind of where, where I've been. And I think Sarah, like, I think the selfishness is, is good. I think that there's a healthy selfishness and then there's a, there's a truly selfish selfishness, if that makes sense. And, and I think, you know, I did a lot of really selfish things, um, coming along, uh, in the past few years and, and honestly my whole life, no doubt, but 
uh, I kind of have learned and, and that shift has kind of taken place, I think for me, where it's like, oh, there is selfishness can be healthy. Um, I just didn't, didn't know that before. So I think, yeah, embrace your, your healthy selfishness. Yeah. Like when I look back on my life and the times where I felt like I was very selfless, like, you know, I did give my energy and like parts of me away, but you know, there is like a level of actual selfish, like selfishness in that because, you know, by being afraid of something, you're doing everything you can to keep it, which is manipulation in a way. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So that's just, for codependency like, episode, y'all. Yeah, that's. I got, I got a lot to say about that. That episode yeah. me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really proud of everybody. I think we've all we've all uh, we've come a long way, man. Like, I never. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, my life yeah. is totally different than I, I yeah. ever expected it to be, and I hope it continues to evolve and expand and be awesome. Fingers crossed. (laughs) I think. I mean. I I mean. For 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 a lot of uh, our viewers, I feel like that that we are in different places, like completely. I feel like there there are a lot of new situations that we have to experience and how to figure out how we're going to process and the decisions we make that are going to affect us. You know, moving forward, Um, we want to have our best interests um, at heart. So. But I mean, at the same time, so far as the actual, you know, metamorphosis that people have, you know, that all of us have been able to go in um, with our heads held high and, you know, um, hearts full is because, you know, you've definitely led that track, being able to take that leap first, you know, going to the situation. And, you know, I've, I've, I've also been very uh, proud of the creative endeavors that you've made so far as taking, you know, tiny micro news and being able to kind of go through that and uh, morphing into something different and something um, healing and creative and creative uh, um, and how consistent you've been with it. Like, it's, it's really dope that you believe in it. So I'm going to cry. Uh, <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> I think, yeah, I just think that like you, you, you up, uprooting your life to Portland. That was something that was really shocking to all of us. I mean, you had done it before, but like, it was something that like, um, sometimes you think that like, you can get really dejected in a situation where you're really, um, you're at wit's end. And sometimes you need someone to do something daring to kind of say like, no, you could just, you know, do something different. It may be the scariest option, but at the same time, it might be the most healing. So I think um, sometimes you need those people to kind of break those uh, barriers in their own minds, you know, by just executing your own daring plan. And I got you've done that. So I just want to thank you for being that person. You know, I, I, I don't even know what to say right now. That mean, it, it, honestly, it means so fucking much to me. Um, yeah, thank you. You're welcome, babe. Yeah, we're here for you. I appreciate that. Thank you. No problem. Couldn't, couldn't. Uh, yeah, my life would, uh, my life would suck without you guys. So, it sucks that we have to go through things like this but there's there's beauty in the struggle yeah (laughs) beauty (laughs) beauty (laughs) yeah savage sunday boom 
Um, so already feeling Sunday. like that bitch coming out of it <laughs> already. Sunday, it's going to be taken over by Savage Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, Oprah. We coming for your bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait to have-